This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Oh, fella. Hey, what's going on? On that, just chilling. Another day, another dollar. If you ask them for one, they might they might make them holler. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> and how you doing, my brother? What's been going on with you? Man, a whole lot's been going on. When's the last time that we talked? Man, I talked to you towards the end of last year. Oh, yeah. A whole oh, lot. We talked. Yeah. whole lot's been going on. Hell yeah. So shoot. So let, let me not let me get these particulars on the road so we can get this thing rolling because I see we have a lot to discuss. Okay. <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you gotta do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile today. I'm your host, Kevin Oliver, the champ, aka the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, all my links. Dot com backslash for a rap star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook and LS community, LSworld.com. Next up is one of the hottest adult magazines in the game right now, risesmagazine.com. And last but not least, but black owned for you content creators. 90% profit if you join, as well as healthcare if you need it. And for you consumers, another place for you to get some hot triple X content. I'm talking about none other than X sitebunny.com. Best part of it, you ain't got to worry about getting, you ain't got to worry about them hashtag being blocked because whatever you put up there, they'll accept. Also, check me out on Skyhawk after dark TV.com as well as the BGPLLC app. Which you can get on your phone or on your desktop. Check out SGP Radio. You can listen to me and many other great other podcasts coming from porn to music to sexuality to pro wrestling. So go check it out. Now I'm going to shut up and let this legendary man who is now making his return back to the lounge introduce himself. Hey everyone, this is Thor Johnson. No doubt. And this dude, trust me, is a beast. In all of his purposes. So what's been going on, Mr. Johnson? What's been up with you, buddy? I ain't talked to you in a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Well, I uh, I was in contract with a, a toy company. They were producing a dildo for me that mm. all the fans could buy. Like, they would just go to that guy's website and, and purchase it, and he would handle everything else. So it was pretty easy back then. And then the company since then went bankrupt. And the, the, the rat bastard fucker took a bunch of people's money. He ordered a whole bunch of product from China and then never paid China. So they never delivered all the stuff. And so eventually China reached out to me and was like, hey, have you heard from this guy? And I was like, no, you know, and I have a contract with him. I'm not supposed to be talking to like the manufacturer. Yeah. And um, they're like, well, he ordered all these toys and hasn't talked to us. We can't get into reply. It's been like two months. And uh, they sent me a list of people that like that had never got their shit, you know? And they're like, well, we're, we're wondering if, uh, if you want to take over and we could like, you know, basically do the same business where we drop ship for you 
and you just market it yourself. So I, uh, I tried hard to get a hold of the guy, couldn't get a hold of the guy. And I was like, you know, fuck this contract. You know, yeah. this is my name on this shit, and this is my fans he's selling this shit to. So, you know what? Fuck that guy. So, I started selling the toys myself. Um, they can, um, you know, I market it on social media right now. I don't have a website or anything. I don't know if I want to continue to do it after, like, after the, the stuff that they have already produced sells. I don't know. Because the amount of money it takes in like the shipping and all that, man, that that's, that's, that's a big overhead in that whole process. I, I can see why the guy went bankrupt. He got in over his fucking head, you know, and he was charging, he was charging twice as much for these toys than what I'm charging. And like, I, yeah, I, I think he just fucking bit off more than he could chew. Yeah. Because when you're talking about doing toys, that takes a lot. Because you got to also make them, manufacture them, ship them, and you got to be able to make your money back and stuff. So uh-huh. now that the middleman is gone, um, I know you're very happy that you got you you talking directly with the company versus the middleman. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I always prefer to do your own business, you know. Yeah. So shoot. So how does it feel to have your dick immortalized? <laughs> <laughs> Been a dream of mine to have a, a, a dildo based after me for a very long time. You know, because my um one of my favorite porn stars back in like the early two thousands, um, name was Shane Diesel. You remember Shane Diesel? Oh, who don't remember Shane Diesel? <laughs> yeah, the guy. The guy was just slaying him left and right. Huge monster dick on the dude. They made a toy after him, and. Mm. Uh, since I've gotten into the industry, like I've met him, like I think I met him only one time, but you know, we've talked and stuff. I actually picked his brain about like the toy line and what I should do and stuff. And, uh, you know, when I saw that he had a toy and all that, I kind of, I kind of wanted to get my own someday. And eventually, Hey, it, it's, it's happened. And you know, that it's been a fucking process, but it is a, it's a great experience. Now, how do one get a toy? I mean, to get their own toy. Is it that the companies, you have to be at a certain level as a male talent. You got to have a certain popularity. What were some of the things that goes into a company picking that guy to build a toy around? Probably definitely like the fucking fan base. Do they have a marketable fan base, you know? Because I know a lot of guys, a lot of guys want to have their own toy, but is it do you have a fan base to market it to or is it going to be such a great toy that you can put it on a shelf anywhere and people are going to buy it, you know? So I think you got to, for the company to approach you, they have to look at it like, okay, this person has a fan base that wants to buy it. And as you probably know, I have a huge, huge gay fan base. A lot of my fans are gay guys and gay guys are, are typically the guys, the people who buy dildos. You know, women buy vibrators and like uh, wands. They buy gags, and, you don't buy no dildos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't typically, you know, if you find a woman that buys dildos, you stick with her because she's a nasty freak. But women don't typically buy dildos. You know, they, they don't masturbate with penetration that often. Gay no. dudes, they, they love dildos. You know, it's the second best thing than having another fellow around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because interesting, because that's the biggest misconception I think that 
us as guys or people think that women use dildos. They don't use dildos as much. Actually, if they use a dildo, it's really more so for the aesthetic, for scenes or the webcam. But when they get off, they use vibrators and bullets. Yeah, you know, typically, you know, especially nowadays because there's so many other like uh, toys that were created for women. Back yeah. in the day, they had dildos and they had vibrators, but the vibrators were shaped like dildos, yeah. you know, like the 80s and the early 90s and stuff like that. Most definitely. So, shoot. So, so um, with, with, with these toys, where are they going to be distributed? Is it going to be sure on their site? Is it going to be in stores? Uh well, right now, like, you know, I thought about I thought about building the website for it and possibly like selling some other adult toys and stuff, but I don't know business wise if it's such a great thing because we're having a lot of problems with with China right now and the distributors yeah. and stuff, and China keeps getting locked down. So I don't know. And plus, you got to think I could put that same money into like selling T-shirts or you know beard products or something like that, and you know. The, the people that I could market that to is much, much larger. So would would like, you know, dwelling farther into this the dildo toy company, is that really a is that a good business venture? I don't know. As of right because now, I, because I, I, I would think directly. because I would think that in order for the toy to sell that you got to be a popular male talent and not only popular to the women, but also popular to the gay fan base. So Absolutely. being that you have a strong fan base, you probably might could get them toys off versus just the average dude because the fact that you got a strong gay fan base and you also got a strong woman fan base as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got, I have a pretty big fan base. A lot of people a lot of people know who I am. A lot of people watch me and stuff. So and they these guys, they'll buy, you know, I have a great fan base. They'll buy almost everything I put out. You know, I've been selling straight porn to gay guys since 2014 you know most yeah. most guys can't say that you know but yeah I, I'm sitting here looking at you getting hit while, while cooking on the grill for what is this rosy cushion <laughs> <laughs> smoking your cigar you're just so manly right now <laughs> oh, that was a good, that's the shit good, I'm good. talking about yeah that was a good trip that was yeah she's hot too huh yeah, she is. I mean, it, because like I said, it's kind of like what guys don't understand is that our bones is built off the females that we work with. So the more hot girls you you work with, the more they want to work with you. You feel oh, me? Yeah. Because it's kind of like when they see it's kind of like relationship. Why a married man will get macked on way quicker than a single man? Oh, because absolutely. Yeah. No one wants somebody that's not wanted. You know. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, cause, cause like I said, I'm just sitting here looking at some of your stuff. I was like, I see you to work with my girl, Amazon Lee. I think mean, this was your second time working with her. Yeah, and we got we got a really good professional video done this time. It, it was all POV, but she used the toy. She used the toy in the video also. You know, yeah, I, I handed it to her, and then she opens it up like an unboxing thing, and then masturbates with it. But uh, yeah, she's super great to work with. Yeah, on she, camera, she's off sexy. Yeah, she's a sex-ass tall something, yo. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's tall. She's like 6'3". She's, she's definitely an Amazon. Her feet are bigger than mine. I was like, oh, my God. She's like, put your foot in my shoe. And I was like, what? She's like, I guarantee there'll be extra room. 
And I was like, no way. You know, I put my foot in. I was like, holy shit, there's an extra inch on this damn shoe. Yeah, she 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 a big girl, and, and, and I ain't even go front. I hate I retired because I meet her after. It's funny how I meet so many girls that I could probably shoot with now, but because I retired, I can't do shit about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was the one that I would have loved to work with. Because I I just love tall Amazon women anyway. I find them so sexy to me. It's very hard to find. Very hard. Yeah, yeah, and 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 two. I'm pretty sure, like even when I know, like when I date, when I film with taller women, it sold well. So I can imagine working with someone like Amazon Lee or where's the Amazon Honey. It's another guy I talked to. Them being as tall as they are, I'm pretty sure that it brings in a niche market, which in turn, you know, generates a lot of sales. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not just that they're BBW. It's that they're like this, uh, you know, like a, like a goddess of BBW, yeah. you know? So... Yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. And, you know, very sexy. Most definitely. And I see you also work with Chantel, because I heard she uh, recently oh took a visit God, yeah. to, oh. visit to Vegas. I, I don't never see her ass come out of New York. So this shocked the fuck out of me that she went to Vegas. <laughs> Man, she, that was, the connection between me and her, that was amazing. She was so great to work with and just just nasty freak the whole time, you know. We yeah. like practiced the, the positions and stuff all around the house before we started filming. Like a lot of girls are real standoffish in this industry, you know, like, oh, I don't do that off camera, or don't kiss me, or oh, you know, like be here like before we start filming. Man, she was just like she was a sweetheart and she was just like Horny as hell, squirting before we even started filming. I was like, "Oh, this is, this could be one hell of a damn video." So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was good, good and nasty. I remember I had her sit on my face at, at the end, and she was squirting, and that fucking squirt ran up and got my goddamn eyes. I think my eyes have been red since then. Damn. <laughs> because, because, because I ain't front, like it, girls I work with squirting it's like especially the ones that really squirt it's like when you go down especially when you eating pussy yeah. and she's one that come off of eating pussy oh man your face gonna be so, so yeah so it'd be a couple of times I done had ran out like I just smoked a goddamn half an ounce because yeah. of some damn cheek to squirt in my face all up in my fucking eyes I was like oh my god like this must be what women feel like when a man nuts in their eye or something. That's it. Oh, yeah. Burning. Burning, burning. Oh, yeah. I remember one time I, I, I hit a girl in the eyes, man. She, her eyes was red as shit. <laughs> she was mad as hell. I said, well, damn, what you expect me to do? I was trying to just hit your mouth. I didn't mean to squirt you in Because, see, my shit don't blow out. It just comes out. Yeah. This one time it blew out and it caught off guard. <laughs> she said, what the fuck? I said, I don't know what you do to me. <laughs> yeah, got you a little too excited, huh? Oh, oh definitely. And I'm saying, look at you uh, with, with, this, with sex doll. She is gorgeous, bro. She sucked toes and everything. God damn, bro, what the hell you be finding these motherfuckers, man? <laughs> Man, it's been, it's been a good year. Been a you good year. that down for whatever, goddamn. That's some child, child you want to work with. That's yeah. You know what? I, I'm done working with the women that are like standoffish or oh, I don't do this or I don't want to do like no. Yeah. I mean, it's so much better if they if they just really want to fuck and they just they just want to do whatever because they're just horny. That's the type of women now that I I really want to film with. 
And I've been yeah. filming a lot of like a lot of rough scenes too. Like I've been coming to contact with a lot of girls that like to be slapped and you know, like just choked and spit in the face. And there, I filmed with this one girl, uh, Viol Vixen, this little skinny white chick. Yeah, I've seen the video now. Yeah, she was like, I want you to put a cigar out on me. <laughs> she she bowed it. Even because you did one of my positions where you like like you put the foot on the back of the neck, doggy style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that damn position, yo. I love that shit. You can't do that with every girl because every girl feels some type of way if you do it. But it's like the girls are in the BDSM, they all for that shit. Oh yeah, they love to be dominated. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the type of women I'm looking to really just film with now. Because yeah. that, you know, when I, that was the first really rough sex, rough sex I ever had was with her. And that just wakened something up in me. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you'd slap her in the face, and it just made her even more horny. And I was like, damn, my mom raised me not to slap a woman. What, what You know, like, I'm having some weird mixed feelings about this. But, you know, like... <laughs> If they if they want you to slap them up during sex, like, well, mm-hmm. let me know, girl, because I'll slap you. Yeah, because even with me, I like my first true BDSM scene was with this girl, this Miss Tina, who ended up becoming a slave of mine. And I had so much fun with that scene because she liked it rough. She was like, no, I want you to make me cry. I said, really? I said, okay, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> And she want me to slap the dog shit out of choking and everything. I like even when we was about to uh because I'm a dom anyway and I like it rough, you know, yeah. but it's very rare. I, I never that was the first time I ever filmed with somebody that was for that. You feel me? And yeah. it feels good when you can work with somebody that you don't have to worry about offending them. You don't have to worry about them getting uptight because they into that shit, you know. Yeah. And two also it seems like girls are becoming more extreme now in porn. They're moving towards doing anal. They're moving towards more BDSM, you know, period. Even when I see my girl Marie Daly, Marie Daly is dead into BDSM. She liked being choked out, you know, humiliated and, and spit on and stuff like that. Why do you think more girls are now trying to roll into that, that, into that, that part of porn? Well, you know, when I first got into, when I first moved here, and I got really into like the mainstream stuff and was interacting with a lot of them here in Vegas. BDSM in Vegas is huge. There's a lot of people into yeah. it. I um I noticed that the fetish, the fetish thing was really taken off a lot. And so girls were kind of dwelling out into like doing just fetish clips. But I think when they did just the fetish thing, they weren't quite satisfied like they had been when they were getting fucked. And so, you know, you mix that that rough fetish stuff into sex and i think people they really kind of they like to see that it, the big industries the big companies they don't they don't produce that much stuff of it you know they're afraid to touch it because you 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 know you get the wrong girl on there and she agrees with this well afterwards she might change her mind and say oh i didn't agree to it so the big companies are kind of afraid to touch it so the only people really producing it are self producers right now and the girls are producing their own stuff. So if they get fucked in the ass, they get 100% profit off of it. Not just a company saying, oh, well, you know, we'll pay you the extra 200 or the extra 500 to do anal, you know. And so, like, well, if I could make, you know, 
however much money off of that scene every day that I sell it, I'll just fucking do it. I don't have to wait for a company yeah. to pay for it. Yeah, because it's funny how companies, when they see a girl that did anal, they won't book her. But at the end of the day, it's more beneficial for her to do anal on her own because she'll make more money off of it in the long run than if she just did the, the company. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I noticed also, like, because I, I just... Uh, what is that girl's name? She's an anal whore. I flew out to Philadelphia and shot with her. You're talking uh, about uh, real Taylor Nicole? Taylor Nicole, yeah. And I was talking yeah, yeah. to Taylor. Smoke and- buddy, shots out. Shots out to my smoke buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> she been on the show twice. Yeah, she's she's she, she's super great to work with too. Yeah, she 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 takes it in the ass like like it ain't mm-hmm. shit. And that asshole, that feels like a pussy when you fuck it. That was the first time I ever felt that. Every time I ever fucked a girl in the ass, it felt like I was yeah. fucking ass. But yeah. like, I stuck my dick in that. I was like, "Damn, this this feels completely different than most women's butts." Yeah. But uh, hey. and she was into the sloppy too. Like, she loved to be slapped. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she she loves rough. Yeah, but we were talking, and um, she was like, "Oh yeah, the big companies that do like that that shoot anal scenes now. If yeah. you don't." have like anal scenes that you've already filmed, they won't even talk to you. No, they won't. Yeah, because they don't want a girl that's like just trying to tip their toes into it. Like they want an anal scene. They want a, a girl that can take it up the ass. They, they when you got girls like her, Rainbow Rider and Avery Jane, yeah. Because because they want the gaping. They want yep. to be rough with the anal. So they want a girl that is used to doing anal sex and doing it a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially if they plan to do a DP and see also where it helps. Let's say Nicole, she also does gangbangs. So that also opens up the door for her to get more bookings as well because they know, okay, her ass is very seasoned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could, if you bring a new guy in that has never really done anal on a woman, he yeah. can't accidentally hurt her because her ass yeah. is already, you know, she's already knows how to prep it. She knows how to stretch it. She's yeah. going to show up. She don't have to, like, okay, just slowly stick it in. No, it's like it, it's ready to go. It's, you can fuck the hell out of her. So no one's going to accidentally hurt her and stop the production yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're looking uh, They're looking they for girls who are like, ass ass. <laughs> they ain't got time to prime the ass neither. <laughs> no, no, you show up ready. You know, that's the type of girls they're looking to book. But if it's like a young, like if they're shooting like young teen models, like you're 18, yeah. you know, they really want that first anal shot on film yeah. because for that image they want it to look like it's not comfortable for her but anything past that that young teen stuff like they're not booking girls that are like 25 or 30 to do mm-hmm. a, a first anal scenes no like you you already better know how to do anal by the time you show yeah. up yeah and, and cause a lot of people cause I had this conversation with somebody uh, I forgot who it was it was like well yeah it seemed like a lot of older women get in the business and a lot of women get older women getting booked I said because older women are more experienced and they don't have the same hangups as that of a young girl. And yeah. also on the anal side of it, many of these older women been doing anal for years, so this ain't shit for them. Oh, yeah, a girl yeah, that's yeah. 18 and 19, they might have done it maybe once or twice, and she's not experienced in it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And like these older chicks, man, they usually come from like a swinger lifestyle. They've gone to swinger clubs and had parties and had rooms full of people watching them get 
fucked and all, you know, gang bangs and all that stuff. So to them showing up and having people look at your naked body while you're getting fucked, is not a big deal. And mature videos, man, mature stuff and like older women, that is just hot sale right now. Yes, it is. Because it's funny how, how nowadays that's what people want. They want the older woman. They just, they, they don't want the young girls anymore. Well, you know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? Porn became really, really popular, especially the online porn in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And all of us, you know, like we were younger. And so that there was that that whole like that mom fetish. And so as we get older, our large amount of consumers, we still have that. Oh, I like to watch older women, you know. Because it's that mom fetish. And same with mm-hmm. girls. It's that dad fetish. That's why you start to see a lot of like uh, more like dad bods and like more natural type guys in film. And I think that's why one of the reasons why my stuff takes off so well is because I don't look like that young, ripped California guy. You know, like I look like somebody's dad. And so the people really like that because they grew up looking at porn. But they, they couldn't find it back then. It wasn't being produced. There was no older people in porn like that. You know, if there were and to older, be honest like with you, a lot of men just look older in porn anyway, when you think about it. Men? Yeah, the men look older in porn. Because oh, even when you look at back they're... in the 80s and yeah. even in the 90s, even Junior St. Jocks and Shawn Michaels, the ones I grew up with, them dudes looked like they were in their 30s and 40s. Well, and well yeah, no men, their careers last way longer than the women, too. Yeah. When a man gets into porn, like he's that he's that seasoned bull. Like we don't have to worry about him showing up and like producing. Like he can show up and fuck. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's less of a risk for us to book that dude than like constantly trying to find young guys like they do with women. Women show up. Yeah. They don't have to get a dick hard. They just show up, open their leg, you know, enjoy it or act like they enjoy it, and it's good. But if a guy shows up and he's not he's not doing a good job. The whole video is fucked. He done. He done. Yeah. He ain't gonna get to work no more. <laughs> yeah. He ain't gonna get to work no more. Because it's because like I tell any dudes, dude, it's they will always get new women, but they will always continue to use the same guys because of dependability. Absolutely. Because dependability. Because it's about the because the whole point of it is we have to be able to stay hard, come on cue. And we have to be able to fuck for a certain amount of time and keep it hard. And not every dude, not every dude, not many dudes, not even 90% of the fucking dudes in this world can do that. No, it's hard. Even when I yeah. started doing it, it was like, this guy's got a camera up next to my ass while I'm fucking this woman. You know, <laughs> your foot's accidentally kicking the dude or like his legs touching your thigh. You know, like. It's it's yeah. weird as hell. And so like I had to really like train myself to be comfortable to like fuck in front of people. Cause I mean I I wasn't used to that. I was a fucking I was just a kid from Utah. I I never <laughs> like that, you know? Like so when... Oh no. Don't go out. Can you hear me? Can you hear me?
Premier. Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right that's right hey there. Yeah, I got, you. I got you back yeah yeah the audio went out for a minute <laughs> i said oh, oh no it was, good. it was getting good <laughs> so now i finish what you were saying when I when I first came out here, that's when I really I wasn't doing just the self producing stuff like hooking up with random chicks. I was working with like like people that were getting booked for companies and, and stuff like that. So I, I honestly I'll, I'll admit, man, I I struggled. I there would be times I show up to set and like I couldn't get fucking hard. You show up to a set and the chick was super standoffish, or just like you had a feeling like this chick does not want me here fucking her. So. I would go out to the swinger clubs and I would like basically like kind of teach myself, you know, to be comfortable around strangers naked and, and mm-hmm. fucking new people that you never met while people watched. And so that was yeah. a big, yeah, that was a big thing that really helped. Yeah. Because even because now people don't realize the first thing is you have to get used to motherfuckers being around. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And even with that, because even with my first scene, because I've never had no one ever film it, not seriously film me. Now, I told the story before then when, you know, me and a girl might fuck around. We put up the little video camera, you know, <clears throat> and fuck around and what have you, but not to the level of what I started doing. So I had to get, which I got comfortable. And then after you do it a couple of times, you become more comfortable. So that's why I tell guys it's more of a mental game than anything else because it's about becoming comfortable with having somebody in the room, a cameraman that close to you in your face, that cameraman close to you, period. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cause they don't realize how close the cameraman really gets. He gets close. <laughs> he gets gets up in your ass crack while you're fucking. I, I'm saying, I'm talking about, I done had him press against me like he's fucking me. Like I'm looking down at the goddamn pussy and the dick going in there. And I'm yeah. sitting there like I'm sitting there. I don't want to say, dude, can you move back a little bit so I can at least have a little room for the stroke? But can you move back just a little bit? Let me hold the camera. I'll do it. Fuck it. Goddamn, you yeah. Anyway. yeah. Sometimes they get close, especially if you're in the POV, if they're holding the camera, you're trying to get your yeah. dick sucked. Because, you know, sometimes if she's not good sucking dick, it's not oh, easy God. to stay hard. And then you got a man wrapping around you with a camera in front of you like, okay, you know, we're about to bro up here, you know? Yeah. And yep. see, that's something else that guys don't get, neither. Sometimes the girl just not that good sexually, and we got to work with this heifer. You know, honestly, to tell you the truth, a lot of the women, especially like for like the companies and stuff, a lot yeah. of them are just not good. They're not good They're not. at 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 sex, you know? 
you find the the ones like the the hot wives or just a a chick that's like super new like they're just they're so horny they can't contain themselves but a lot of times you work with a girl that's just constantly you know she's been working 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 to her it's just okay here's another dick all right let me suck it they're not putting their all into it you know it looks good on camera but you can tell in person like okay does she even really want to be here while, while this is happening you know so it uh you have to learn you, you basically you got to separate like real sex and yeah. video sex. Yeah, because because a lot of guys don't realize. Like I didn't been on set where I was not attracted to the girl like that. I still had to do the shoot, and pretty sure all the girl might not be attracted to me like that. Now, once I ate the pussy, her attractability of me went up. But the point <laughs> being is, initially she may not have been feeling me. You know, period. So. You got to be able to, and some girls are not going to be flirtatious. Some girls ain't, you might, some girls may not even let you touch them before the scene. Yeah, a lot of them. You know, a lot of them. So, as a man, we have to adjust to all that and call, and call, uh, internalize the shit to be able to get through the shoot. Like, trust me, you'd be surprised what we can imagine during the scene to get through a scene. Yep. You know, period. Because women, y'all ain't got to worry about that so much. Because if, because even, even a woman that's being raped gets wet. Because that what the pussy does when it's getting hit, when it's getting yeah. fucked. Yeah. So they ain't got to worry about that shit. They cannot be turned on by you and fuck you and still get wet. And maybe even have an orgasm. With us, not the same. No. <laughs> If we're not attracted to you, we got to have a strong imagination to keep that son of a bitch hard. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not easy. And it's not always a gorgeous woman they bring in the set either. No, you no. Know? And then, even yeah. with the gorgeous ones, your mouth can turn me the fuck off. Oh, yeah. The, fem- yeah. the females can realize, because she can be fine as hell, be a complete bitch. Oh, yeah. I've, I've dealt with that a lot. And then you think, oh, my God, I got to fuck her now. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell you what my motivation is. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get you back for all that, for all that being, you being an asshole on set, bitch. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. The guys, the guys with that mentality that come into the industry, mm. that like, okay, she's a bitch. I'm just gonna hate fuck her. Those yeah. guys really take off really easy. You yeah. know, I, I came from being like a bedroom lover. You know, like. You have a, a partner for a while, and like you just really slamming and pounding four or five times a day. And she's like, Oh my God, never been fucked like this. You think, Yeah, I could be a porn star. You know, I'm so good in bed. Mm. But it don't work necessarily that way with a chick that's like, No, nah, I don't really want you fucking me. Yeah. So, yeah, that connection's not there. So I had to really kind of teach myself, like, Okay, this is, this is something very different than, than the sex that I was used to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's funny. Like you, you, you have been honest, but a lot of these girls ain't been honest about. You can't sit and tell me every time your ass walked on set that dude you wanted to fuck. I don't give a fuck how he looked. You can't sit and tell me every time you went on set you was ready to fuck or you wanted to fuck. Because even with us as dudes, we might come off an argument with our wives. Yeah, that, that's my point. Yeah. yeah, we we might come off a, a bad day yeah. at work. You know. uh it, our heads fucked up or some shit. Hell, I just shot with my mother in the deathbed before. You feel what I'm saying? And was able to damn bang out a great scene. Actually, two great scenes. Come think about it. 
And that was because that was just more of an angry fucker <laughs> mad at the world because my damn mama's about to die. But but the point being is you don't ever hear nobody talk about that. What do you do when you're nah, not people don't talk about it? Yeah. Can we nah, hear other girls? Yeah, it's not easy. I be thinking, yeah. thinking girls be lying because they're afraid that somebody's gonna be listening to the podcast and uh yeah. <laughs> And they're afraid if they say, well, nah, it, it, it might make other motherfuckers not want to work with it. No, nah, bitch, you being fucking real. Because I'm pretty sure he's from wrong major on down to rich man. Not every fucking female he was attracted to. I don't give a damn. Not every female they had chemistry with. Not every female that they mixed well with. But they had to get the shoot done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're stud. You show up. Yeah. You got another fuck. You know, Viagra, that only, that, that only works if you want to have sex with that person. Your dick yeah. will still go down when you're. I know because oh, I, yeah. I was taking Viagra and shit when I first moved here. I was like, every if I had a shoot, I'd take it that morning, you know, and I'd be okay. I'm good, and it would help power through. But after a while, I was like, man, I gotta stop taking this shit. And so, like, I really kind of focused on like more of a mental game. Like, okay, I got to, I got to mentally change how I'm approaching this because I'm mean, taking all these pills and you. You don't need them. Like, that's going to fuck your body up, you know? Yeah. And on the but big see, sets, you know, they use the fucking injectable thing. A lot. Yeah. This is the little secret that I don't know if most people out there probably haven't heard of. Trimax, you know, them big porn yeah. sets. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, if you ain't, you know, these big porn sets, if you're not injecting your dick, they are not hiring your ass. And a lot yeah. of guys do not want to talk about it. A, because it makes you look like you're not a stud. If you think, oh, I have an injection. And two, it pisses the women off. They feel some sort of way like, oh, he wasn't attracted to me, so he had to take something to fuck me. You know? Mm-hmm. So people yeah. don't like to talk about that. But see, but see, but see, at the end of the day, I tell anybody, don't be ashamed to do that. The reason why, because it's no different than if you're a weightlifter. You're going to take supplements to help build your weight, get your weight up. To get your energy up, stuff of that nature, you know. Period. Um, even though yeah, it was bad at the time, but motherfuckers used to take goddamn what it was, it steroids. Oh yeah. You know, so it's kind of like no, our job is to stay hard. Not every dude, even though you might be the most hypersexual motherfucker, you do have the moments where the dick don't want to work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, if, if it, if you're the type of guy like me. Even in the bedroom, I go up and down, up and down. I'm just, that's just how my dick naturally works. You know, like I could be real turned on, really attracted. It's going to go down. It won't go down all the way, but it ain't going to stand straight up like I was 16. You know, so <clears throat> you go into a set and you're like, no, nah, I don't need nothing. Up and down, up and down. It's a big set. They're not happy about that. They got to edit the shit out of it. You got to restart. The girl's like, okay, let's get it all the way hard again. Like, mm-hmm. They just don't want to fuck with it, you know? No. So it's a whole different... But see, that's why they had the fluff girls back in the day. They stopped that. They, they stopped that, and now, like, a lot of the girls are like, oh, well, it's not my job to get you hard. Yeah. Like, well, you know, like, then I'm going to have to take something to get yeah. hard. And they want to feel, they get their feelings hurt about it, and it's, it's a whole complicated thing. So it's, it's a whole, like, the dark side of porn that, that people don't really want to admit to, you know? But I'm super fucking honest. Like, I'll, I'll admit to whatever. I don't give a shit about people judging me or saying this. Oh, shit, man. I used to go, hey, hey, 
I used to go to them goddamn convenience stores, get my get, get sex with aggression, swag, <laughs> smoke a blunt and energy drink. Her back broke out. <laughs> I'm thinking her back out. <laughs> and didn't give a fuck if she saw me take the pill. Because at the end of the day, and the girl was like, well, do you need a pill for me? I said, no, baby, let me explain to you why I need this pill. One, so I can stay hard. Two, we got three scenes we're trying to shoot. Yeah. Which means nut three times. Two, I got to be able to stay hard. But at the end of the fucking day, this ain't about your fucking pussy. I, actually, I don't give a fuck if you do come or not, baby. It's my problem. Yeah, yeah. My film pop is important. Yeah, my pop is what's important. Your coming don't mean shit to me. Now, if we off camera, I give a fuck about you coming. But on camera, eh, eh, as long as you do your job and get me that pop and we do it within 20, 25 minutes, you did your job. Yeah. See, it, 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 which goes back to you got to separate person for business. This is business. It ain't about getting me off. See, ladies, it's not about getting the man off in front of the camera. It's about that dude that's watching that scene that you're trying to get the body shit to get off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're right right there. It's not about the dude in the scene. It's about all the dudes jerking off to it. Yeah. Because yeah, at the end about- of the day, yeah, because at the end of the day, especially doing content. <clears throat> Well, I look at it two ways. Paid gig. You want to do so good and it makes so much money, they'll call you back. Content trade. You want to be so good and do so great that that bitch will sell. And in turn, that male talent will call you back or you call him back. Yeah. 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 That's what it's about. It's about working together. You know? Yeah. Because I've never asked a girl on set, did you come? <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> I've never met a woman again. If you hit it, I would slap a slap a man and be asked the woman, did you come? It doesn't matter. It didn't matter. No, it's different. Like I said, you know, it's a different beast. It's not the same thing. It's not, it's not normal sex. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, that a lot of people be missing a lot of times is that because it's not normal because, one, it's not just you in front of the camera. You got you have to mentally play this scene out as you're going while being filmed. You also got to be mindful of your angles. Um, and you don't want to ever prohibit the camera not seeing nothing. Like, what are the mistake dudes make? When he's getting hit on her knees, or she's getting hit you take the hand that's in front of the camera, not the hand that's in front of the camera, because you're blocking the camera. Yeah. So you got a lot of stuff to think about, and when you start overthinking about how it looks, that's when your dick's going to start going limp. Yeah, that part. And that's what men had to train ourselves on, to be able to think and keep it hard at the same time. That's why it takes a certain cold mind, cold heart to do our business, bro. Because, because you, because, because your mind, because your mind is running, your mind is thinking a million things during that scene. So it's easy to be distracted from that scene to where your dick go limp. So not only are you trying to figure out what position I'm doing next, okay, and I'm doing this right, also got to stay hard. That's why it helps to have a nasty ass freak that can fucking can suck a dick. Because it helps. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Did that pull you away from that to like, yeah. so that you don't have to think about keeping it hard. You just yeah. got to think, okay, this is the position. This is the camera angle. And like, she's doing the, the fucking amazing job down there. And it's just like, oh, perfect. You know? Yeah. 
perfect. And that's honestly, I feel a lot of that comes from kind of messing around right before you start to feel. Yeah. You know, you get a feel for it. You stick your dick in her, like, especially if you've got a bigger dick. Like, yeah, they need to like be stretched a little bit before you start sticking that dick in there. Because if you stick your dick in it and it's too tight, mm-hmm. you don't want to start going limp. It's your body saying, yeah. "Hey, you know, it, it's not ready for it. Let's, you know, it needs to to fucking loosen up first. So, yeah. and see, that's another reason why motherfuckers. They, another reason, which is funny, why a lot of male times don't do this, which I find funny. That's why you eat the pussy and you finger it before. You go in because one, it gets her revved up. Two, it wets the pussy and gets the pussy loose. So if you do have a big enough dick, by the time you're ready to go in, it's kind of loose to where now it's a little easier versus you sitting there trying to shove this shit into a tight space. Your dick will go limp quick. Yeah, real quick. Real quick. Yeah, that's not yeah, every dick gets all turned on from sucking dick either. Oh, you no. Know? So you do a long like dick sucking video before you fuck her. That that not necessarily going to be her turned on and ready to fuck. So, yeah. yeah. So that's why I always hate the pussy first. I I, I don't understand y'all motherfuckers don't do that shit. I, I laugh at you <laughs> 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 because I'm sorry. It's kind of like my mama said it best. If you eat it right and you know what you're doing, she's going to fuck you like a king afterwards. Because you yeah. just turned her on so much. And if you're lucky, you made her come. And there's nothing like fucking a woman after she came. Yeah, because so then you go, know she's enjoying her, you know? Yeah, she's she going to go way on now. Most definitely. So who are you have shot with since we a fast talk, brother? A whole bunch. I've been filming. Well, I moved into this new house, and it's... Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Great big yeah, great big house, you know. And we've been filming. It's basically a content house, you know. It's like an old '70s mansion type place. Mm-hmm. And um, man, we've just been filming, filming, filming. And I've been renting it out to like other people for them to film. Sometimes I'll I'll film for them, you know, mm-hmm. produce the stuff for them, direct the stuff for them. Or sometimes they just they bring their own you know, crew or whatnot. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, it's a whole bunch. But just recently, like you said, you know, Show and Tell, uh, Amazon Lee, those within the last couple of weeks. Uh, Barbie Charlie, you know who that is? We'll yeah, I was just looking at her video. I was looking at the video you were doing. Uh, yeah, I know her. Yeah, yeah. So we shot some with her, and then I shot another really good scene. She wanted it to do like um, like an anal rough scene. So I haven't I haven't uh, posted it or anything yet because we just shot I think last week or you know a week and a half ago or something like that. So yeah, I see these girls. They 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 more of them liking it rough. (laughs) That's good for me. You know. Oh, you know who else I met recently? If if you know the guy, he's been in porn since like the early nineties. Name is Pascal White. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly, legend. Yeah. Vile Vixen paid me to film him and her, and this guy, rough scene wise, when I I filmed that shit, this guy was a fucking artist. I was like, holy shit, this guy is—he's fucking amazing on film, you know. And he—he was—he was fucking hard the whole time. At the end, he—I was talking to him. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I don't even have to take Viagra or anything because I've been filming porn for so long. And I was like, damn, this guy's mental game. 
is so and, fucking and, good. And, and, see, and see, think about it. He's been filming since he been filming since the early nineties. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it was way harder than it was then. Now, because when it, just like you, he stepped in when Big said, "You talking about Boom Mike? You got catering over here. <laughs> you got." You got the wardrobe lady, the makeup lady over there watching, the cameraman, and the rest of the damn cast over there waiting for your ass to get finished because they about to go to lunch. Yeah, yeah. Real true VHS porn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he's been in for a long time. The guy was amazing. He was awesome off film. He was, he was real great. And he does a lot of the um, – he's got a website called Pascal Subsluts. So mm -hmm. – he, he fucks a lot of these really submissive women that just like to get the shit kicked out of them when they're filming and slapped. And man, like it, it was a nasty, nasty video. Like this chick, she's like, Oh, I want to, I was, <laughs> she was like, I want to start the scene with me, like leaving kiss marks on the inside of the toilet bowl. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so he catches her, he catches her leaving these, these lipstick kiss marks inside the toilet bowl. And like he was like sticking his foot in the toilet and like shoving his foot in her mouth and slapping her in the face. And he was he was so good at talking, you know, he was just so calmly like, you have to understand, baby, this is not healthy for you. Slap, 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 you know, and just like, damn, like this guy's fucking talking is so on point, you know, like like paddling like oh, this is going to hurt me more than it hurt you type mentality of it, you know, where they stay all nice and calm and they beat the shit out of your ass. I was like, damn, this guy's fucking good. So I was like, I was kind of studying as I was filming, you know, and like, I feel like my, um, my rough scenes have really like come up a notch since I watched them. You know, I was like, this guy, this, this is who I kind of want to be like later on in the future. You know, just filming tons of rough scenes and his his company. And see, too, also you can tell he's a dom, so he also practices the lifestyle. Also, oh yeah, so I can tell. Yeah, extreme rough sex. I mean, if that was just what they filmed on porn, like this guy must get rough as fuck when he. <laughs> oh, you know, like keeping yeah. girls locked in cages and shit, or I don't, I have no idea, but like this guy was loving it, and I was like, damn, like. This guy's he's fucking good. He he's very very good. Yeah, that, that, I, I hit him up to see if I, I want to get him on the show to interview him. Cause like I said, just from watching him and see how he how he moves, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that. I'm like, yeah, he's a true fucking dom. He's he, he's a true dom. <laughs> it's not even a question, but even some of the stuff I was watching him do. And stuff. So I was like, yo, man, that's that's a guy that right there. And then too, also when you do BDSM work and you're a Dom yourself, I'm sorry it feels good because the women literally worships you. You feel oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I think that's so the it, biggest thing that I enjoyed about it. It was like the rougher and nastier I got, the more they got into it, the more they were attracted to you. And I was like, Holy fuck, you know, I've been going around this all wrong, you know? So yeah, no, it, yeah. It's, it's good. It's a whole different aspect from what I thought, you know. Yeah. And see, too, also, to me, for what I've seen, ladies like it. You know? Oh, they love it. Yeah, the women that are into those type of scenes, oh, fuck yeah. 
because that's what they they can't get it anywhere else. Like, you know, the normal dating world, like women are too shy to be like, oh, I want you to slap me and punch me in the eye when you're fucking me. You know, like they're they're you're going to think they're a freaking psychopath if they try to tell you something like that. Most guys have never had that opportunity to like dwell into something like that, especially if you don't have a BDSM background. You know, it, it's a whole different, a whole different aspect. But yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. I'm studying, I studied him, and there's a young, younger guy that I know in the industry, and he's very similar because he's also from Europe. These European dudes, man, see, I want to go to Europe. Hey, hey, dude, trust me on this. BDSM in Europe is way more of a chain in America because <laughs> it's. They've been practicing way longer than because I remember back in the, the mid 90s, I used to watch porn that was BDSM from Germany. GG, it was GGG, that name of the company. And they were crazy. You didn't see BDSM over here until mid 2000s, right after, yeah. you know, the book came out. I don't want to say the name of that goddamn book. They fucked it up. But anyway, but. But that's when BDSM became the shit here. But it's always been the shit over there in Europe. Because if you wanted to find BDSM videos, it was always a European company. Yeah, mostly German. German porn is, yeah. is amazing. It's amazing Man, stuff. I love them. God. <sighs> yeah. And the women love it. Nasty, nasty. Please stick two hands up in them and all kinds of just, they're just nasty freaks who just love sex, man. Love it. No limits. Like, yeah, that that's the type of women. I want to go to that's what I want to do now. I want to, I want to travel over to Europe and just travel around and just really like sharpen my game on this whole, like rough, nasty sex. and just kind of bring my image more towards that. That's, because, to be that's honest with you, because to be honest with you, you have a Dom's look anyway. You feel what I'm saying? Like if someone saw it, they probably think you was a Dom anyway. And then on top of that too, now you tap into a more niche and more lucrative market. With BDSM. Yeah, very true. And it's different than the BDSM here. Like a lot of the BDSM here is like flogging and paddling. And it's just like yeah. that to me. Like I, that don't do nothing for me. But I use my hand on a woman's ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dick is <laughs> fucking hard, fast. Yeah. You choke her and just talk like nice and calm and just control. Yeah. A lot of like a lot of the mental control. And they just fucking melt. You put your hand on their throat. Uh, they just, ugh. They just melt their eyes roll yeah. in the back of their head. I used, to love, I, yeah. I, I, I used to love doing the um put taking my hand, putting my fingers in their mouth, spreading their mouth and pushing their nose together while I'm hitting the doggy style. Oh, the fans oh. you love when I do shit like that. You know, period. And to me, like I said, it's just more fun when you deal with somebody that's or it's into that because it, the sex is more hotter, it's more intense, it's way more wilder, you know, it's more of a turn on. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's a huge aspect. It's wild, wild sex. Like, man, I just shoved my hand all the way down to this woman's throat, you know? And she just, like, damn near, or probably did just squirt all over the floor. I've had them, like, you know, like, basically fucking their throat with my fingers, and they're just on their knees squirting. And you do it. And then you stick yeah. your dick in it and go back to your hand. And yeah, like, mm, it's a whole different thing. It's a yes, whole different thing. So I want to go to Europe. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to go to Europe one day. So, but I'm going to wrap this up, buddy. We had another great episode. I'm going to bring you back so we can talk a little bit more. 
Absolutely. Oh, hey, you know, I'm going to be down in uh, I'm going to be down in uh, Miami next Ooh. week, I think, for XBiz. Okay. I'll be there through the the 14th through the 21st. So XBiz, I think, is like the 16th through the 20th or something like yeah. that. I, mean, but, I know uh, a couple of people going down there for XBiz. Yeah, I'm up for another award. Congratulations, so, my brother, and hopefully yeah. you will win. Again. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> so with that being said, tell everybody they can spend money on you. What's that? Oh, spend okay. Um yeah. well I'm definitely on OnlyFans. Uh, you know, I, I have a couple websites. I have my BBW website, that's Thor-BBW.com, because you know I, I love the big women, I love big asses and and uh, huge tits, you know, nice curves and like nice soft bellies. I love big, beautiful women. Always have, always will. And my website is thorjohnson.xxx. You can see all my content on there. And then on, uh, <clears throat> I have OnlyFans for my BBW as well. And that is OnlyFans slash Thor BBW. Word, no doubt. So, people, another great episode in the books. And with that being said, you know how we end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Thank you for coming back to the lounge, Thor. All right. Thank you very much. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Spit Queen and the porn rap star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Read Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. Five. STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week on top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke.